Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Hey, we're talking footy now with uh, Gary Kibbertson from the Fleet Network Group, who's coming. Nice to see you here, mate. Good morning. Morning. Good to see you again. Yeah, nice you too. Good to see you, mate. Okay. Beware of the headline. Go on. Are you happy that Ross Lyon looks like he's re-entering coaching with St Kilda? Are you happy is the question. Well, it doesn't impact me at all. So whether I'm happy or not makes no, no difference. I'm happy for him if he gets it. Hey, um, are you really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I am um, not convinced. But you're not convinced? Not on your answer. Based on what? Oh, no, I'm not convinced on Ibo's. He's just uh, choosing his words. If you let him finish. Well, whether I'm happy <laughs> really makes no difference at all because it doesn't impact me at all. Um, I think he'd be great for him, to be honest. Like he's, um, Do you think they can handle him? Here we go. There's I don't the know. Headline. This, I heard you before saying about um, whether the list had handled his honesty. Mm. Um, if they want to improve, I think they have to. Um what he's done really well, even looking back at Frio, you get the best out of – it's not getting the best out of Fife and Mundy and Pavlich and McFarlane, those no. sort of guys. They do it on their own pretty much. It's the middle five to, to 20 that yep. I think he gets the best out of. Um, it might be harsh sometimes, but I think if you're going to play a professional sport and you want to make a career out of it, if he's going to be hard on you, I think you need to take it on board and, and improve. I think he'll do that. Could they handle what he said to you? After your scratch match debacle, uh, <laughs> I think so. They need, or you need to. Like I got, um, I mean, I got hit up after that incident in Adelaide, and then I probably played the best footy I'd played for the next fifteen weeks. Yeah. So whether it was on the back of that, I don't know. But it was, um, I didn't think it was too harsh. No. So Gary, does he need to find some middle ground in regards to his coaching style? Do you think the game has moved on, and and the the way you can speak to players and address players either one on one or in a group, has it changed? And you can't be Ross Lyon, but do you think from your experience he needs to change his ways? Um, I don't know. I don't think he needs to change his ways completely. Um, looking at the coaching styles and the way that um, coaches interact with their players, especially post-game. So you'd see the guys that, um, like a Simon Goodwin, you see Chris Scott, they'll come down after a game, they're hugging their players, they're high-fiving, they appreciate the win. You didn't see that much from Ross. So he was... Um, Not a hugger. Not really a hugger, no, I don't think. Um, that's Possibly something that looks like it might be um, a potential change in him. And he's been out of the game for a little while now. So he might have, he's been in business, he's sort of been working in the media. He may have changed slightly the way that he um, that he speaks to his players. I don't know. Maybe. Who does he need around him? I'm interested to know. Because that seems to be the knock on him, that assistance. Micromanaged everything? A little bit. I, I'm not, I've never been in that circle, so I, I don't know. But that's your vibe you get from... Stages at St Kilda and stages at Fremantle. Who needs to be around him and what sort of coaches or support staff do you think get the best out of Ross or vice versa? Uh, It's a good question. I think if he does end up getting the job, it would be great to see whoever his assistants are 
get a senior job themselves after that? Because you look at sort of Alistair Clarkson, you see all the support staff and the assistant coaches that he's had that have all gone on to do other things. It'd be great to see one of Ross's assistants end up in a senior position after being sort of working with him for two or three years. I've got no doubt his footy brain is as good as anyone's. Still. Um, well, I don't know. From from when he was sort of last at Freon, when I was there, the way he, and I'm only sort of comparing with a few coaches that I've had, but he was unbelievable the way that he thought about the game, his memory, what he could, um, things that he used to bring up from years and years that had gone past about playing on an individual player. Something that happened in a circumstance against Hawthorne five years ago. He was brilliant like that. And he was, he worked harder than anybody else at the footy club. Um, so, so I think as far as an assistant coach, he obviously wants to have someone there. I'd be interested to see if someone like a Lee Montagna or a Jack Rewalt or a, not Jack, Nick Rewalt, Lenny Hayes, one of the old players that he's coached with goes back there. Um, but yeah. Lenny's probably the chance out of all of that, isn't he? Yeah, and I think someone like him would be great because you get Ross, who's in the system now, if he goes back there. You get Lenny Hayes, who played under him, made it to grand finals, didn't quite get one, but he's a prime example Went of elsewhere. hard work um, and where, where it can get you um, for a list that hasn't quite been there yet. What about the game plan? I, I think I think the question you asked there, who he needs around him, is going to give us a really big indication if there's been any evolving in, in Ross's mentality over the last couple of seasons and whether he's going to give people more of a say or it's going to be a you know, dictatorship. And that's probably a too, that's too strong a word, but um, who he has around him, I think, will give us a, a real indication. What about the game plan, though? We've seen in the last couple of years it's become a lot more attacking, it's become a lot more entertaining, and Ross is known as a dour, defensive, choke the opposition, just keep one more goal than them type of coach. Yeah, see, I like that. I like the, if you win a game 60 to 65, happy days. The the club's happy, the supporters are probably going to be happy, I think. I don't mind that defensive mindset because it keeps you in the game regardless of where you're at. And if you're coming from a list like St Kilda where you've sort of been 8th, ninth, 10th, thereabouts, if you can keep yourself in games all the time, you'll at least give yourself a chance to win. So, Is that style going to be enough in this I don't know. It's, in, in this age of footy? It's it, probably changed a bit. I, I, you, you probably can't afford to be winning 60 to 65 now. You, you're probably not going to happen all the time. So there, is, there has to be an attacking element to the game plan, and whether he brings that in from somewhere else, I don't know, but I like the defensive side because it keeps you in the game. All right, and one last one for you. And our listeners, I'd love to get some feedback. 13, 12, 55, or 0487 temper at Bedshed Text. You walked in and said, has there ever been a coach go back to coach a team that he originally coached? Now, I'm trying to scan... Uh, a list, and I don't think there has been. I don't know whether it be going has to, to be somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure. So, uh, if anyone can fill us in, has there ever did been Barasco a coach go back somewhere? Or I don't think Parkin did. No, I'm, I'm struggling to find one, of course. Um, but anyway, we'll get to it. If anyone can give come up a name, a name that of a coach that formerly coached his team and has gone back, especially after such an extended break as we've seen with Ross Lyon. A break. We're going to come back, boys. We've given you a bit of a task overnight. Uh, Jose Mourinho, I'm led to believe, has done it. Of course, in the in the soccer, but not AFL. No, real football. Oh, no one in real football. <laughs> say that. He can't, he's a soccer man. He loves his round ball. It's okay. I'm not. Footy man, AFL. <laughs> I don't watch the soccer. Yeah. Did you not play indoor soccer? No, no, I didn't play indoor soccer. I played junior soccer when I was six till about 12. Oh, that's when are you going to be the next big thing? When are you going to be? So, no. Were you on Liverpool's 
Jeez, I've chosen the wrong sport if that was the case. <laughs> I would be a soccer man. Before. 19 away from eight. Boys, I've given you a, a, a yep. task. I've gone and given... We've got the delisted players. I've got a cherry pick about a dozen. Find some homes for some of our delisted players. Get in touch with us. 18 degrees right now, heading for top of 24. This is Scotty and Goss with Fleet Networks. Gary Kibbertson in the studio. Now, we're talking footy with Garrick Ibbotson. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specialists. Welcome back, Ibos here. We're going to race through this, but we have had a couple of calls. Well done, you picked David Parkin. He did go back to Carlton after yeah. a four-year stint at Fitzroy. Yep. And there was another guy called Norman... Clark. Clark. He went back after one year. I think he went Carlton, Richmond, Carlton, or... Something like that. So, yeah, there's been a couple. Well, there's a few suggestions here. Technically, Norm Smith returned to Melbourne after being sacked. That's Leon from Hocking. Yeah, didn't break his sequence, though, Leon, but thank you. Thank you for your feedback. Tony Jewell at Richmond. I'll get you to check that one. Oh, mate, I'm trying to... Only one man. And uh, Scotty from Bayswater. No, Alan Jean's coming back after illness doesn't count. Who? who, Tony Jewell, did you say? Tony Jewell. Let's look him up. Are you getting texts from people? Uh, Correct. Richmond St Kilda for two years and back to Richmond. Well done, Westy. Well done. Downtown Denmark. Radio. Yes, well done. Hey, boys, uh, I gave you a bit of a task, and that was to uh, go through the D-listings of uh, of several prominent players and whether they could find homes. We'll go by club order. We do have to race through it, so be mindful of the time. I'm going to throw you James Rowe uh, at at, uh, Adelaide. Small forward, nuggety forward. Does he find a spot somewhere? Ibo, James Rowe. Um... I don't know. I sort of think in that small forward sort of range, when you've got Mitch Crowden who's sitting around there, I see him as being a potential to get another okay. another spot. I don't reckon there's going to be a whole bunch of people that do actually find new homes. But Scotty, 15 names on my list and James Rowe's not one of them. All right, let's go. Let's forget Brisbane, um, but let's go to Carlton. Yep. Jack Nunes is gone and Liam Stocker is the other one that jumps off the page. Uh, can we find homes for Nunes, Stocker and even Luke Parks if possible? Well, Stocker's probably the one for me out of those three. Number 19 in the... Um, 2018 draft. He's only played 28 games. Who he's, needs him? Where does he fit? I, I think he fits at Essendon. Oh, they need a. He's an inside mid. They need a ball winner at Essendon to get it out. Was he at the, the wrong club at Carlton? Do you think? Uh, what they need? Well, he sat. He sat out uh, of the the pretty much 20 or 21 because of the COVID stuff. He didn't want to go up to the hub. Mm-hmm. So that probably didn't help his chances whatsoever. But um, if he's a good inside mid and, and Michael Voss. Didn't rate him enough to play him more than six times this year. Then I'd be surprised. But I, I think Eston would look They've got a pretty at... good midfield, though. Yeah, oh, they, so absolutely they do, yeah. If you're up against that sort of midfield and you don't get an opportunity, it's kind of hard to say that you're not quite good enough. You might not be good enough for Carlton, but you might find a spot somewhere else. I think he finds a, could find a spot at Essendon. Okay, Collingwood, the Brown brothers, uh, Callum and Tyler, I wouldn't know. They could stand up from my porridge tomorrow. I wouldn't know which one's which. I uh, know. Um, I think Tyler's the better one. Okay. Oh, I think Tyler's the better one out of Callum, but just starved of opportunity. Played, um, you can play wing, half forward. And I reckon you're looking at, I know it's sacrilegious to say you go from Collingwood to Carlton, but Carlton, Essendon, Hawthorne type should take a punt no, on Thomas Tyler Brown. Collingwood to Carlton. Yeah, I know. Mick you, you, find, you find a home for, for one of the Brown brothers? I don't think so. Uh, Alec Waterman. Yes. I think possibly. I mean, there'd be limited, I guess, options for him, but I still sort of think mature ages. I like the mature age rookie system because I think. Almost 26. Yeah, I, I sort of th- I like that. I think if you you lower your expectation of what you might get, but you know what you're going to get, so you can say, look, we need a, a hole for someone there. We've got a, a potential of a, a bit of a list um, spot that we need to be replaced. Alec Waterman's that kind of guy. Connor Blakely, Mitch Crowden. Uh, yes, for both. Uh, Mitch Crowden 
I think probably has a little bit more upside than Connor. I think due to his age and his miss, he hasn't had the opportunity really to play. Connor Blakely has played enough footy to see what he can do. Um, I think he's still got a, a possible to be in, in a spot, but I think Mitch Crowden's been more upside. I, I agree with that. Mitch Crowden's probably the one for me. He's uh, played 40 games, third in Peel's best and fairest. He was top two in possessions for Peel, um, and I reckon he could find a spot in Adelaide. When you get delisted by a club like Geelong uh, and you're around mm. the mark, it's um, you, you, you've got some upside. He's still young, quitting knuckle. Yeah, I think so. And Geelong have probably been the best of any club of picking up um, – older, mature-age guys and, and finding a spot for him. I think he's he's the one of that list that could do the same thing. He could go somewhere and find a spot. I'm not convinced. 41 games for 18 goals. Um, and he's a small forward type player. So I'm not completely convinced on Quinton Arnold. Jared Brander didn't make it at the GWS. I think he's struggling. I, I think he I think will West battle. Coast did a well to offload him and, and sadly just didn't mm. measure up at GWS. If you can't measure up at GWS with what they had going around, then it's probably the curtains. Probably. I wouldn't mind putting Jake Stein in there as a little smoky. As yep. a decathlete, try and get one, these 195, 196 centimetres, someone like that who can move and um, could potentially find a spot. I don't know he's going to be for everyone, but um, athletes like that, you like sort that. of get a, a we'll, blue calves type. We'll remember that. Martin Frederick, Port Adelaide, delisted brother of Michael. Uh, West Coast were keen on him, apparently. I don't know. If he's anything like Michael, it'd be great to see him go. Well, he the, is. He's, the, he's strong. He's tough. Strong position. with a bit of speed. Um, I think there's potential there uh, for someone to grab him. Yeah, actually not similar position. Plays down the other end, 14 games in what, four four seasons. Wrong club. Or any struggles. Is the wrong club. Uh, Sydney Stack, any chance? Would you take Sydney Stack? Um, or is the rap sheet not Geez, you'd have enough? to interview him a hell of a lot. Yep. Um, because he can play. Under 18... All-Australian and then didn't get drafted that year. That that says plenty and then some indiscretions. Yeah, I think well. you need to get him in as a train-on, let the club see him train, let them see what he's like, and then they Very can make a, a good decision point. on that. Good point. All right. Very good point. Make uh, him earn it, seriously. Yeah. I guess from yesterday, Mitch Wallace, would you go around? He's almost 30. Yeah, I, I would if I was like a North Melbourne. Um, ball winner, gets can kick goals, great leader. I think someone at, like a North Melbourne. Yeah, I think as a, the person that he is sort of makes it. I kind of see him like a Matt DeBoer comes in and goes yeah. to GWS. Point. Will play a role, can tag. Is a hard inside mid. Looks after himself. Looks after himself. Great around the club. I think you can have someone like that for a couple of years. Couple of West Coast. Jackson Nelson, Patrick Nash. Nash is keen to go around. Nelson's played hundred games or fifty games, hundred games. Or whatever. Um, no, I'm not convinced on Nelson. No, I don't think he gets picked up. I think he'd be a very good waffle player or VFL player or SNFL player, not at AFL level. Great. Nature, well, I hope so, but he needs he needs the space and and outside ball use. Clubs have still got to dissect their lists further. Short and sharp for that, boys. Hey, Ibo, always great to have you in, mate. We still might be talking about 102 games you played, Jackson Nelson. Thank you. My mind uh, escaped me. Thanks for coming in. Fleet Network's Garrick Ibbotson. A break. Come back to wrap things up. This is Scotty and Goss.